WZZP, Hopkinsville, Clarksville, and Fort Campbell. It's time we lock the suit up and let Samantha Knight play whatever she wants. From the Carolinas to this side of the Mississippi, it's Rock Around the Region on Z97.5. Everything that rocks. The sparks in my mind I've been waiting so long To change my usage of time You know I need it All my fears are too strong Have to keep my hands on
Region on Z97.5. Goodbye, June. Live in the now. And the band Out on the Road with Red Sun Rising completely spaced the fact that they were in Nashville last night. I feel horrible for missing out on it. Uh, they are out with Red Sun Rising until about the 16th of April. And then it looks like in June, they're going to be doing some dates with ZZ Top in Europe. So I'm hoping to track them down in between tours so we can get caught up with what's going on with Goodbye June. I am Samantha Knight tonight on Rock Around the Region, part one of my conversation with Emerge. This band splits its time between Chattanooga and Nashville, so we'll get caught up with them. They've got a brand new album, their first full length, by the way. You're also going to hear from Gold, Frankincense, and Myrrh, Flaw, Autumn Lies Buried, and this band who is out at the warehouse tonight. It is Saliva, taking on Eminem, Lose Yourself, Rock Around the Region on Z97. This palms are sweaty, these weak arms are heavy, there's vomit on a sweater already, mom's spaghetti, he's nervous, but on the he looks calm and ready to drop bombs But he keeps on forgetting what he wrote down The whole crowd goes so loud He opens his mouth, but the words won't come out He's choking now, everybody's choking now The clock's run out, time's up, oh So sad that he knows when he goes back to his mobile home, that's when it's back to the lab again, yo. This whole rhapsody better go capture this moment and hope it don't get you. Lose yourself in the music, the moment you want it, you better never let it go.
serving up the homegrown good stuff, and it's not even illegal. Beats rock around the region with Samantha Knight on C97.5. Everything that rocks. the region on Z97.5 out of Memphis that is Devour the Day and Wonderful Creatures. Now, what the band has to say about this song is it's more than just a song. It's a thank you to the people who have supported us throughout and the inspiration for the life-changing adventure. Now, Devour the Day a while back did a uh, a web series uh, that you can check out on YouTube called The Soundtrack to Your Story. So they actually put this song together with some footage of it, which I think is pretty fantastic. You can check it out on their Facebook page and, of course, on YouTube as well. Autumn Lace Barry joined me in studio on Friday night. It's been a long time since I've had the chance to talk to those guys, and there's been a few lineup changes, and we're going to learn all about it in the coming weeks uh, when that interview comes your way here on Rock Around the Region. Mother of Harlots, it's Autumn Lace Barry on Rock Around the Region on Z97.5.
reject complacence. The cynic lifts his poor tongue and sings the invocation. Covering the best of the Southeast region without the fear of banjos. It's Rock Around the Region with Samantha Knight on C97.5. Everything that rocks.
talk around the region on Z97.5 out of Nashville, Tennessee. That is Head Trauma with American Greed. Lots of things going on with this band right now. They just released a video for that song. And they just did about a week's worth of dates with Crazy Town. Yeah, and sounds like they could be lining up to do it again. We're going to get them in the studio very, very soon to learn more about what has been going on with Head Trauma and see if there's some new music and all of that kind of good stuff as well. It is Rock Around the Region. I am Samantha. I'd be joined in studio right now by, uh, well, I guess, two-thirds. Why do you guys make me math? I know. <laughs> Don't make me math. Two-thirds of Emerge. Hello, gentlemen. Introduce yourselves. How are you doing? Hey, this is Jared. Uh, and I'm Jeff. You're so quiet over there, Jeff. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Don't be shy. First time I know there's this. a lot of pressure on you right now. <laughs> oh, <yeah>. Tons. <laughs> Adulting happened today. Is that is that right? Yeah. Somebody got called into work? Yeah, Cody had to work extra, and so he couldn't make the commute in time. It's kind of a, a long commute, too, and I, I was appreciate when you guys go out of your way to come up here, especially when you don't have a show plan. You're just coming up here to chit-chat. Yeah. So I, I for one, really appreciate it. I know it's a little bit shorter of a drive for you because you're in Murfreesboro, right? Yeah, right. So how do you guys make practices work when you're, I mean, is, is it, what about like an hour between Murfreesboro and Chattanooga? It's two. It's two? Two hours, yeah. I mean, it's not it's not necessarily easy, it, and it really makes it only to where we can practice maybe once a week, and it has to be a weekday because we all work right. normal. You know, Cody and I work, you know, Monday through Friday, and he, you know, Jeff's schedule changes a little bit, so we usually have one weekend day that we can practice, and we get you know a few hours there. But most times Sundays, it makes it tough. And right now, we don't have a, a permanent bass player either, so we're kind of going between. Uh, we've got a guy that that plays with us here in in Nashville, and then we've got our old bass player who still is in Chattanooga, and so we're kind of like, how bouncing. is that working it's, out? It's I mean, <laughs> I mean, why, I mean, obviously you're bouncing between the two, but why? Like old bass player. Well. So yeah, we had an, we had an old bass player who had to leave before we recorded this new album okay. because he just has. I mean, he's our you know we're all really close, but he just had other things going on, and so he can't commit full time. The guy that we've had here in Nashville, he's he's great, but he has another band who's going on tour and oh, stuff like that. Lord. So it's so it's one of those things where you know neither of them can put in a hundred percent of right the time, and so just making it work however we can, however you can. Good grief, that yeah. that just seems you know which is a headache. <laughs> Complicated. Which is a headache enough if you all live in the same city, but since that's not even the case, right. it makes it even you more just, I mean, we've, we've had the talk before about how oversaturated Nashville is with musicians and everybody wanting to do their thing, yeah. and obviously there's no shortage of finding people to fill in, but right. that's got to get really aggravating, especially since you guys are going into a brand new record, mm-hmm. and I mean, obviously, it takes a lot of time and labor of love and probably some screaming and cursing at each other once in a while <laughs> over oh, yeah. riffs and ideas and whatnot. Yeah. So Mainly how the do, two of us. We're brothers. The two of you, We're, so it makes it a little. There's an excuse for you to fight, then. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, yeah. that works then. But I mean, how how does it come together then? With um, I guess when it comes to like doing a difference of opinions, because I mean, you know, you're a hired gun right now, so just do what we tell you. Or? Well, I mean, it's in the sense of the ba- the bass players. We already had the whole album done, and so it really just comes down to you know learn the learn the song. So it's not there's not really the butting of heads doesn't necessarily happen because there's no need to be like well I don't like this riff or something right. like that because it's already it's already, it's already done. done. However, though you know if if they're like well hey you guys are playing way too fast or you guys are playing this too slow or we need to you know we need to tighten this up we want that kind right. of you know criticism creative creative Cre- input yeah. yeah constructive criticism there's the word right yeah exactly so <laughs> that's are hard today yeah so that's good and I. I mean, we're all, none of us really have an ego, you know, and we're all really good friends outside of this kind of stuff. It's not like we just play music and then that's it. You know, we're all good friends. We know none of us is going to try to, you know, go after the other one or hurt the other one or something like that. So it's, 
it's easier when one of us has a difference of opinion because, you know, we could yell at one of us. You know, he and I can, like, go at it. And but then, you uh, literally could get to fisticuffs oh, if oh, you have oh, to. Yeah. yeah, I mean, we, we're, we're brothers. We grew up together. It's happened. But it's, you know, 10 minutes later, it's fine. Yeah. We don't, you know, we don't hold grudges. Like, so if I don't agree with him or he doesn't agree with me, we tell each other, you know, right there. And we may get a little heated, but then it's it's over. This is this is where um, I'm going to I'm going to be totally sexist here. <laughs> this is where being a dude is better because you don't hold grudges. Yeah. If this were girls, this would be like the cattiest crap on the planet. <laughs> and I'm like, Karen, I hate you. You're a bitch. <laughs> and it would stick around forever. You know what yeah. I mean? Like girls just don't have that ability to just be like, OK, let's just box it out and we're done. Yeah. Consider yourselves lucky with that. Oh, yeah. Sorry, hashtag me too. <laughs> so with this new record, let's, let's talk about this because you guys have been working on it. Was, we were just discussing it's been about a year, year and a half since you were here the first right. time. And uh, you've been very, very busy. Yeah. I mean, like your your Facebook page has been like a little beehive with with teasers of, okay, hey, guess what we're doing? Ooh, could we be writing? What What's going on over here? And I'm just like, come on. Right. So it was seeing you guys, and we'll circle back around, it was seeing you guys open up for 10 years um, on, on their anniversary show that I got to see some of the new music mm-hmm. and hear some of the new music, which has been outstanding Thank you. so far. Thank you. Kind of bring me back around to how long you guys have been working on this and the process that it's taking you to get where you are right now, getting ready to release this new album. Yeah. Um, so we, so the first song that we put out of, about a month ago, Watch Me Bleed, that song we actually wrote four years ago. Wow. So it's, I mean, it's an older song and we try, I mean, this has all been a learning process mm-hmm. for me, the entire, you know, managing the band or booking the band or any of that stuff. It's all been trial and error for the entire time we've been together because we've never had a formal manager or, I mean, obviously we're not signed to a label. We right. don't have a big team behind us. It's just us. DYI. So, yeah. So, you know, we've tried the cheap route and tried recording, you know, with buddies or tried doing this or that and saving ourselves money. And it just never worked out like that song in particular the version of it that is out, the actual song never really changed, but that recording of it, that was the fourth time that we recorded wow. that song. So there are three other versions of it that each progressively get, you know, the quality gets better okay. each time. But so that was really what took us so long is we just, you know, we we tried to cut corners and then it finally got to a point where it was like, if we want this to work, right. then we have to take it seriously. You know, we have to put the money into it. We have to put the time into it. And we've got to stop trying to cut corners. So with us not being able... Uh, uh, to get together all the time so we don't live together. Right. We had to take as long as we did to to record it and everything last year because we had to pretty much decide, you know, if we're going to play shows, we have to rehearse for those shows. But if we're going to record, we have to rehearse. Yeah, these pre-pro songs is so to- important when it's, it comes to, to going and recording. Recording studios right. are not cheap. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And the better you know your stuff, the less a- money it's going to cost Exactly. You. <laughs> and on top of that, we actually recorded in North Carolina. Oh, wow. So we're commuting back and Good forth <laughs> to practice and learn, you know, learn all these songs. And then, you know, we have to set up the time to go to North Carolina and do it. So we did it really in two, two bouts. Yeah, yeah, we did four songs um, last April and got those finished. And then we did another eight songs wow. in September. So, so we're we got going 12. for a full. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we've got 12 total. And it was that was important to us because the reason we did four at first was because, you know, we didn't know. For, for one, I'm so happy hesitant dealing with anybody you know at a studio or anything now yeah. that before we put all the money in i want to see that what we're getting out of it 
is the quality we want. So we figured, you know, we'll do four songs. The guy we were working with, he had, you know, we loved what we'd heard from him before. We decided to go do four songs, see how it turned out. And we were just going to do an EP. But we got the music back and we were so happy with the quality because it was better than anything we'd ever had. Right. And we loved working with him so much that we just decided that we're going to finish up and do the whole do the whole thing. Because we've been he and I have been doing this going on eight years now. You know, we decided that we just it's time wanted a full yeah. a full album. You know, it's not necessarily the the hip thing to do now with everybody just releasing a single or an EP. But for us growing up and buying physical CDs and hearing a I full still album, do. Yeah, I, <laughs> I do, too. It was important to me yeah. to have that, you know, even if it never goes anywhere, even if nobody ever listens to it. it was it's an accomplishment in and of itself. Yeah, it was important that we had that for ourselves. Yeah. And, and as you said, it's it's not the hip thing to do anymore. And I think there's two reasons for it. I think one of those is it's, you know, it's a financial situation. Oh, yeah. it, it's cheaper. It's faster to get music out there if you scale it back. Definitely. Um, but I think that's also because you have, you know, <laughs> as much trash as people wanted to talk on Lars Ulrich, he was right. Yeah. Napster destroyed everything. Mm-hmm. Because now all of a sudden, everybody's got this demand. I have to have it right now. Right now. Right. Can't wait for it. Don't want to wait. Don't want to have a little teaser and go, oh my God, I heard 30 seconds of a song. When do I get the rest of it? Yeah. And get excited about going to the record store on release day. Right. That doesn't happen anymore because everybody wants it right now. So they yeah. steal it. And I think that's damaged the industry so much. But again, it's like if you're one of those people that is like salivating constantly over new music, you're going to get it faster. Mm-hmm. It's a catch it's, 22. But yeah. I, I think it's amazing that you guys have decided to do this because, yes. yeah, a full album from an unsigned band is extremely rare. Sure. Extremely rare, especially a band in your situation where you do live so far apart and you yeah. do have lives and you have to coordinate all of this. We're going to talk more about that record coming up. But in the meantime, let's check out the first single. It is... In the meantime, let's check out the first single, Watch Me Bleed. It is Emerge on Rock Around the Region on Z97.5.
around the region on Z97.5. Emerge, the tune is Watch Me Bleed. That is from their brand new full-length album, A New Horizon. Pretty excited for it. We've been talking with the gentleman about this record. So tell me about how you picked this place in North Carolina. So uh, we have some really good friends. In fact, um, a guy that used to be in our band who moved to North Carolina, and he joined up with another band called uh, Relentless Flood. And those guys recorded with... This guy, Jamie King, who is actually like, you know, we didn't really know it until we looked more into him, but he's actually fairly known in like a prog kind of metal okay. world. He basically, he's recorded all of Between the Buried and Me's okay. stuff. And so he's all in that world, you know, like he's huge over there. And so we heard their Relentless Floods album and we love the way it sounded. And so we were like, well, man, if, you know, if he can do that for you guys, then that's what we want to do. And so we went there and decided to go with him. And he was, I mean, he was awesome. You know, we had the music. I already had all the music exactly how we wanted it before mm-hmm. we went in. It wasn't one of these things where we came Half in written with, and- right. It was nothing like that. I mean, it was exactly how we we wanted it. But Jamie helped a lot because he was just so re- he was so relaxed, you know, and he would just he'd tell you, you know, like, do that again, do that again, do that again over and over and over. And so even though he didn't produce the album, mm-hmm. it would not have turned out nearly as polished and just quality if it hadn't have been for you know for his input and how easy it was so he did the recording for you then who produced it i mean i guess technically i produced it i write the music or that's how the nerdy questions that i ask no because like some people don't think about that like oh you're going to a recording studio and they think it all happens in one room and and it's done but the the fact of the matter is you have somebody that is your recording engineer and then you have someone that comes back over it with a fine tooth comb and tweaks and dials and whatever exactly so so i guess i you know i pretty much um i wrote the music but that's not to discount you know what jeff or cody Mm -hmm. added to it too because i mean if i if i showed them something and they didn't like it you're giggling at you by the way if i if i showed them something (laughs) and they didn't like it you know they tell me that you know we don't like that let's that's not to say that happens a lot yeah (laughs) (laughs) yeah that's and that's not to say either it's not to take away anything from them that's just how it's always been you know when the band originally started out all these years ago it started with he and i and then you know we had another bass player and we had a singer and i didn't sing i just played guitar so that was how it always was I wrote the music we brought it to the band and then we you know we learned it together and then we played but then when our singer left I finally decided that I was going to try to sing too and so I was how how hard of a decision was that for you to try and step up front at first, we we had a couple friends to fill in and stuff like that, but it never really, um, it just didn't work out exactly how we wanted it to. So I just, one day at practice, I was just like, all right, I'm going to see if I can do this. And I shocked my myself being right. able to actually, you know, sing it and play it. And it is difficult for me. I think I could sing a lot better if I didn't have a guitar. Right. And I could play guitar better if I wasn't trying to sing. Right. But it just kind of works. And so that's when we brought Cody in because Cody's just, he's an excellent guitar player and he was really able to do a lot of of the stuff and help me, you know, in a verse or in a bridge or something, I can stop playing guitar and he can do that. Right. And I can Give just you a chance focus, to on, focus the on one or the other. Right. Because I don't, I mean, for all intents and purposes, I don't consider myself a singer. You know, I'm really? a dude up there. Really? Because you're kind of good at it. Well, they, they, I appreciate I mean, it. But I, just saying. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I mean, it's all just, I don't have any formal training or anything. It's just really just been me. This is what we call a a blessed person over here because (laughs) you've got a natural God-given talent. I mean, if you say that you opened your mouth and, you know, started singing and surprised yourself, obviously – there's well, some natural I, talent there. I, I surprised myself that I was able to do the two at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> I 
Because I, I walk and chew gum. Yeah, right. But it, it's weird. I had nightmares um, this morning uh, about having to get up in front of somebody and sing, like for some talent show or some crap. And I'm like, I am not. This is why I'm on this side of the mic and talking yeah, about it. Because I, no, you don't want to hear me sing. You really yeah, don't. Yeah, I mean, and I'm still, you know, if you told me that I was going to have to go by myself with an acoustic guitar and and do that, get up on stage and play in front of a bunch of people, I mean, I'd be a nervous wreck. Do you still get nervous for shows in general, or, or are you just kind of like, okay, let's go do this. Let's uh, go have some fun. It depends on what it is. I mean, not. it's just one of those things where we're more hyped. You know, we have more adrenaline because we're more excited to do it. Right. So it's not necessarily nerves in the sense that, you know, like we're afraid to go out there and do it. It's more just... Excitement. Yeah. yeah. You know, our okay. excitement kind of... Replaced, yeah. Especially when we're playing with somebody like 10 years who we, you know, grew up listening to. I mean, because that's not one of those things where just, you know, like, oh, there's this show opportunity with a right. bigger band. That's like, wow, we, like, I remember buying that album. Yeah. I remember, you know, being front row at their shows, watching them when they'd come to town. Like, yeah. so getting to to play with them, that's one of those things where it's like, you know, we're, we're finally, even if we never see our music reach the masses, we're at least getting to do stuff that we'll always, absolutely. you know, you I know mean, it's an accomplishment for us at least. I think 10 years is an underrated band. Oh, yeah. There's people that don't take them seriously. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think they get nearly enough airplay, even no. with the older stuff. It, it just kind of has gone away, and yeah. I, it makes me sad, especially doing what I do for a living, because, you know, it's like, I do this because I enjoy music, mm-hmm. and when I when I don't get to have my way with stuff, it's just like, why are we not playing this? Like, this was an amazing song. This was right. a huge hit. How come we're not doing this anymore? It kind of blew my mind to think about the fact, because, I mean, I remember when they first started, too, and, you know, when I got to talk to Jesse back in October, we did an interview um, promoting the, the Live on the Lawn that happened yeah, in I was, Catella. I was, yeah. It kind of like was like, wow, there's only three of you left. Yeah. And there was almost not even that. Mm-hmm. And I remember like, you know, how many guys there were at the beginning. And it's just like, wow, everything just completely fractured. But I almost think it made them stronger in the end. Yeah. And to think then, I mean, when you guys got added on to the, the Division 10th anniversary show, I was like, how has it been 10 years since that album came out? I know. Like that blew my mind too. And, yeah. and to hear the whole thing. And then it's like, dude, when you have an album that's 10 years old, it's one of those things you can throw in the CD player and then you can really like, oh God, this album is so great. I remember yeah. how amazing it is. And then you kind of forget about it for a while. But when you see a band do that from start to finish in a, in a concert, it's just right. like, wow, trip, yeah. big time trip. Well, and, and then they came back and did all of the big hits too. So for yeah. you guys to be on a, on a show like that, I got excited from my my vantage point because I, I am one of those, I will go, I want to be there to watch everybody. I don't care mm-hmm. who it is. I want to watch every band that's on the bill. I'm not just going to show up to watch the headliner. Right. I think that's rude. Well, and that's why we love you. Well, I love you too. But <laughs> from my vantage point, it was really cool to kind of stand at the back of the room and watch people how they reacted to you. Because mm-hmm. obviously there's people there that knew you and then there was a whole lot of people that didn't. Right. You know, they were there to see 10 years. And when you're an unsigned band and you guys have been working as hard as you have been and you're still humble enough to go, yeah, if it doesn't go anywhere, it doesn't go anywhere. We're just happy to be doing it. And to watch people get excited about what you were doing on a stage. It was fun for me to be like, damn right. <laughs> <You know? laughs> That's yeah. just kind of, again, it's like it comes back to that proud mama thing, you know, and I'm just right. like, because I know what you guys can do. I know what you're worth and I know how talented you are. So it's always fun for me to stand back and watch other people react to you. Well, that's, and they reacted well. That's cool. And I, I mean, we appreciate it. Obviously, I mean, you, you know, it's working for you on that aspect too because the Filthy Nasty crew continue to book you for shows. Well, those, I mean, I can't, I can't say enough about how much they've helped us out because that wasn't, we actually, and it's pretty wild for us because I really did grow up listening to, to 10 years as I already mentioned. Yeah. But like from the beginning, you know, from the autumn effect yeah. and then division. And we actually played, um, the first time we played with 10 years was actually when they did the autumn effect oh, wow. at Mercy Lounge a couple years ago. So we got to do the autumn effect and then division two, which wow. were both two, That's you two know, big anniversary huge shows. Yeah. albums 
for for me and for the rest of the band. But yeah, the filthy nasty guys they put us on that first one, and then since then, you know, like I've just stayed in touch with them, and those guys have helped me out. Yeah, you know, helped us out in a ton of ways. Jay and Pressner are good dudes. I gotta oh, tell yeah. you, and, you know, and I know that they. I, I've seen a pattern not only with you guys, but the other LA and a couple of others as well. And and it's good because that means those guys recognize the talent as well. And obviously, the more you get on a stage, the better. Right. The more you get on stage with national bands, the better. Sure. You hear the Cinderella stories all the time about, you know, somebody in a national band coming out to watch the opener mm-hmm. and going, I want to help them. I want them. I want to produce a record. I want to take them on tour. You know, any number of things. Right. So I think that's it's a it's a fantastic connection to have. And, it's, well, it, and obviously, you're, you're getting this connection because you're proving you're proving not only your talent and your skills, but you prove you, you could draw as well. Right. And I mean, and those guys, too, you know, the, Jay and Preston, they're not like other promoters. No. I mean, they actually they listen to you. You know, when I'm going to you... bleep myself in this interview. They actually give a shit. Yeah, no, they do. And they're not out there trying to to just take advantage of the yeah. locals and get them on and stuff. I mean, they really are. They're trying. They're, you know, yeah. they're helping. They've helped us, you know, for the past going on three years, yeah. you know, with shows and stuff like that. And so they've done more, you know, than is easy to put into words. Yeah, it's a, it's a good relationship to have and a good connection to have. Music from your backyard, but damn, it's a big yard. It's Rock Around the Region with Samantha Knight on C97.5. Everything that rocks. Pause. I want you to pray to your God. I want you to pray that he comes and saves you. I want lightning to come down and crash upon my picket head. Louder! Ah, bless the bunnies. Bless the little birds. Bless I don't the feel anything. Ah, bless the springtime morning. Oh, 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 I feel it. Oh, great God Almighty, I repent, I repent. Oh, I feel the love of the God, God, God Almighty. Oh, the Holy Spirit is in my body. I am the devil, and I am here to do the devil's work.
Rock Around the Region on Z97.5. Grey Mane is the name of that band and Hardvor. They are out doing a couple of dates with Artifice, including uh, next Friday, April 12th, they will be at the warehouse. Artifice, uh, Grey Mane, and a couple of others. You can check out the warehouse Facebook page for details on that. I am Samantha Knight. It's Rock Around the Region. We go from Grey Mane to Mr. Grey. Enemy is me on Rock Around the Region.
around the region on Z97.5, the trio out of Nashville, Mr. Gray and Enemy Is Me. I am Samantha and I. Just a couple of tunes left. One of them is going to include a band that you'll be able to see in just a couple of weeks at the warehouse. I'll tell you who when Rock Around the Region returns on Z97.5. Discover new bands now. Rock Around the Region on Z97.5. Everything that rocks. Around the region on Z97.5 out of Jacksonville, Florida. The three sisters known as Gold, Frankincense, and Myrrh on the inside. They refer to their style as beauty core, and I love it. They also got a Christian background, which is even more awesome. It's also going to be awesome. They're a part of Metal in the Mountains, which happens in Pipestem, West Virginia, May 31st and June 1st. This festival gets bigger and bigger every time I look it up. Uh, Eve to Adam is on the bill now. All that remains will be headlining on Saturday, June 1st, and uh, there's a losing set 
September. There is, of course, a great band by the name of Flaw on the bill as well. They are also going to be coming to town on April 27th. In case you make, can't make it to Pipestem, West Virginia, you'll get a chance to see Flaw at the warehouse. Check out uh, Z975.com concert calendar for details on that. We're going to wrap things up with Flaw, but as always, thank you for tuning in and checking it out. Big thanks to Emerge for being my guest tonight. Part two of that conversation comes your way next week. You got questions, comments, you know of a band that I need to be aware of? Let me know. Hit me up on Facebook or you can drop me an email. It is Samantha at Z975.com. Put a lid on things with Conquer This Climb. It is Flaw on Rock Around the Region on Z97.5.